This is the Narrative Shift Podcast, where we talk about faith, justice, race, and everything in between. Hey, I'm Terrence Lester. And I'm Johnny Taylor. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to episode six of Narrative Shift. Last week, we had a very honest and blunt conversation on what does it mean to have enough And in case you were so excited about listening to this episode that you did not even look at the title, today we're going to be talking about ignorance and why ignorance can be hurtful. And today we'll even be a little different because we'll be listening to some quotes, some voice interviews with a couple of people who have actually experienced homelessness. Yeah. I'm excited about, um, you know, uh, just playing these clips as... Uh, people will get a chance to hear firsthand from a, a different perspective mm-hmm. on how ignorance can actually hurt people, man. So yeah. really excited about that. Yeah. You know, before we were, uh, get started, though, man, I, we were kind of like joking a little bit about, um, uh, you know, food restaurants. And, and so, like, yep. everybody knows that, uh, you know, there there's a chicken war going on. Between Popeyes and um, Chick Fil A, uh, you would say Chick Fil A is God's chicken. Yeah, Chick Fil A <laughs> is God's chicken. I've not even tasted the Popeyes. Yeah, because it's—I mean—it's really hard to actually get your hands on one, man. <laughs> You're right. That's you know? part of the reason. Um, I lucked up though. Uh, I actually got a chance to uh, taste one of those chicken sandwiches, and I have to say. I'll admit it. Um, yeah, it was it was delicious. Okay, it was delicious. Sin always is <laughs> delicious. It was, it was delicious, man. And I, um, man, I, I guess I can say I was I was blinded by all of the hype, you know, um, and I was a little ignorant. Uh, Just a touch, <laughs> a touch. Thinking, thinking that Popeyes would be able to keep up with the demand um and they weren't so right i was a little i was a little ignorant uh about that but i am still hyped about possibly getting another sandwich to just okay taste it but i haven't i haven't had one and that was what almost two months ago uh since then uh but shout out to chick-fil-a man uh they do a really great job at uh, making sure their uh, customers are always satisfied. Always, <laughs> they go above and beyond every time. Bro, did you see the article? Um, which that the, was on social one? media about Chick Fil A. <laughs> I saw one where like some Chick Fil A employee like dug in like a sewer or something <laughs> yeah, like that to get, to get somebody's phone. I thought it was to get keys. It might have been keys. Who does that? Right, Chick Fil A does that. Yeah, man. Or have you seen that one where someone like a Chick Fil A employee like? goes through the the drive through window to like save save somebody who's choking or something like that. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, uh, the last one that is really funny though. Uh, <laughs> it was the, it's it's actual a video online of a chief relay employee like running down the street. Yes. <laughs> Yes. After a car because they forgot like some sauce. They're running or so fast. <laughs> That's funny. But uh they they do serve you uh 
in 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 excellence, man. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Chick Fil A. But you were yeah. talking about uh, Publix or something. Yeah. So I found out that uh, Publix, you can get like sandwiches there, and I found out that you can get um, well, like, like the subs though, right? Yeah, it's like a sub. It's like Subway but better. You can get chicken fingers, like whole chicken fingers. Like this lady grabs wow. like five of them and chops them up and throws them in a sub, and then wow, she says, "What kind of cheese do you want?" Like the, like the thick tenders too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. The thick juicy tenders. And then you get to, to pick some cheese. I always get provolone and they put it in there and then they like toast it wow. for a couple minutes. Wow. And you just when, have when did you become aware of that? Cause you were ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> a I was bit ignorant about, yeah. of it until I think a couple of weeks. My sister was eating one. I was like, what is that? That looks so good. She's like, Oh, it's, it's at Publix. Wow. That's, that's really having having it your way man oh yeah but I, yeah man I'm, I'm really excited about uh this topic of ignorance uh because i mean we can all be ignorant at times yeah and not be aware of things uh that are going on in the world or even uh not be aware of how our actions or our words or our behaviors can actually uh harm somebody or uh, provide pain for uh, somebody else. And uh, specifically today, we're talking about ignorance as it relates to um, how ignorant we are sometimes um, and how we see uh, people who are experiencing homelessness and poverty. And uh, I I just want to start with a basic definition of ignorance. And the basic definition that we have is just plainly, it's a lack of knowledge or information um, and, uh, you know, when I think about just having a lack of knowledge, uh, John, I, I often think about somebody who is just, just totally unaware, right. And they're operating, uh, based upon maybe secondhand information. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. I, I would think that's a good definition. Um, yeah. Like, you know, like sometimes you'll see people like, walking down the street on their phone and they're like glued to their phone and Mm. they're just totally ignorant of their surroundings. Mm. Oh, that's a good picture. Yeah. Um, And they're just kind of like focused and they're like um, focused in on their own world. Yeah. I actually have a funny story about that. So I have this friend, Albert, and... um, yeah, comes, I know Albert. Yeah, yeah. How's he, he doing? He's doing he's good. Doing. But uh, one day, a couple of years ago, he he walks into church with a black eye, and we all go, oh, "Albert, how, how'd you get that black eye?" And he goes, "Well, I walked into a pole," and comes <laughs> to find out, like, there, it, like we could pull it up on the security camera footage of him walking oh, in no. this pole, and like he like was looking some other direction and and threw something, and then like just slammed into this pole, but like. He wasn't necessarily ignorant that the pole was in the room. He was just ignorant of his uh, relation to it, his proximity to the pole. Mm. I or think even, sometimes, yeah, you know, it's not necessarily that we don't know that something exists. We're just not close. We're not paying attention to how yeah. close it is to us. Yeah, that's good, man. <laughs> it, it makes me think about um, uh, another story. Uh, you know, I was driving in the car and you know this was before they passed the laws no texting no driving uh no being on the phone and uh, my wife was actually in the passenger seat 
and I'm driving and I'm kind of like looking down at my phone and looking up at the road and looking down at my phone and looking up at the road. And uh, I, I had to get over into another lane and I started veering over into the left lane and uh, she was watching on the other side of me, but there was a car coming yeah. and uh, I couldn't see it because I had a blind spot. Right. right. And so right. she, she said, stop, stop. We're about to uh, have an accident. And I was just ignorant that of my proximity of my surroundings that mm-hmm. I could have caused the accident. And I, I think uh, what ignorance actually does uh, is it puts us in a, a place to cause accidents is what I yeah. hear you saying. That's good, yeah. Yeah, man. And, um, you know, I like this other definition that we have uh, here for the word ignorant. And it's it says uh, the word ignorant is uh, adjective and uh, it describes a person in a state of being unaware and can describe individuals who deliberately ignore or disregard important information or facts or individuals uh, who are unaware of in important information or facts. And so that kind of repeated itself. But, right, yeah. you know, um, I, I think that is so true. Uh, there are people who are just unaware, but then there are people out here that, like, are intentionally keeping themselves from the information for whatever reason. Right, yeah. And I think many different reasons can cause someone to deliberately ignore something, to deliberately be ignorant. I mean, you've heard the the quote, I'm sure, that ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Uh, when you're ignorant, mm-hmm. you don't have responsibility to the facts. Yeah. Why do you think people uh, kind of remain ignorant, though, as it relates to uh, people who are living on the streets uh, without homes and are experiencing poverty? Yeah, I think one thing that has come up a few times on this podcast is why do we not see yeah. people? Why do we not sit down and listen to the experiences of people who are going through homelessness? And yeah. I think the answer we keep coming up with is it's, it's easy not to. Mm. You know, when I just see somebody as other, um, other? Yeah, as, as an other, as a stranger, I don't have to, I don't, I don't have any responsibility to them. I can just avoid mm. them and keep on with my life. But when you sit down and you get to know somebody and they become your friend, like now there's personal responsibility that you feel to this person. Mm. Yeah, that's good, man. And and also like I think I think that ignorance too keeps us from well, it, 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 ignorance within itself as it relates to homelessness can give us uh an excuse of not to uh, care, of not to make ourselves proximate. Right. And therefore, we are left to put people in buckets, right? And so uh-huh. it's very easy to put, put people who are living on the margins or experiencing homelessness in buckets. Uh, one of the things that I'm really excited about right now is this project that uh, our organization launched called Dignity Museum. Um, we actually started this project uh, for this very reason, uh, because people have uh, like bias and judgment uh, towards those who are living on the streets, not knowing that the experience of homelessness have so so many avenues uh, that people have like literally go through t- to arrive uh, into the plight of homelessness. Like people, um, you know, are evicted because a family member dies. You know, there are ladies 
who are uh, experiencing homelessness with their children because of uh, abuse at home. Uh, you know, they're uh, people who suddenly became sick and disabled. Um, there, there was a, a change in a job. Uh, you know, there was so there's so many different ways that people actually arrive. And one of the things that we have on the wall in the museum is this uh, infograph. And it was, uh, you know, uh, data collected by Avalon Housing um, just a couple of years ago. And, and so uh, they they did, uh, you know, research about the leading trigger or leading cause uh, leading into homelessness. And it's a loss of a job. And when people walk in, bro, um, that kind of blows up their perspective of what they thought uh, caused homelessness, which most people think it's, you know, mental health or drugs right. and alcohol. And, uh, you know, most people are ignorant because they haven't been proximate like you're talking about, and they haven't taken time uh, to build those intentional relationships. Yeah, and even when you say that, people are also ignorant of how close they themselves are. Right. You know, they're a jo- they could be a job loss away That's from good. being in the same position. Yeah, man. Like right now, um, uh, I was reading this 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 article on uh, Market Watch, and basically, it was talking about how many Americans, like millions of people, right now, are like one paycheck away uh, from being on the streets themselves. And it was also talking about how you know the average American doesn't have access to four hundred dollars in a savings account if like a major emergency happened. And so uh, many people are ignorant to the fact that, you know, we're all just one experience away. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not people who are living on quote unquote, the bad side of town or, I mean, anything can happen at any given point. And without uh, that social capital, that social wealth that we were talking about without having those uh, strong relationships, uh, many of us could find ourselves um, on the other side. I was just talking to a, a really good friend. Um, <clears throat> they uh, they took it upon themselves to uh, intentionally build, you know, a relationship with uh, this couple that had, you know, saw sleeping on like this bench, and so they decided to stop and engage. And um, long story short, the couple is no longer experiencing homelessness because. Uh, the husband got a job and, you know, we, we just kind of celebrated a lot of great things that have happened. Um, but, uh, he did admit, he said that, man, I was just unaware of all of the roadblocks, um, that would possibly, you know, prohibit people from breaking out of this man. Yeah. That it took much more, um, uh, than we we actually thought, and he he kind of like confessed uh, uh, about his ignorance in many ways, and was just kind of like thanking God that he he had an opportunity to learn this uh, based upon the relationships that he had established with this couple. Yeah, I mean, what other way could he have learned than you know reaching in and getting close to somebody who's going through that? Yeah, man, That's how difficult it can be. Yeah, um, to get out of poverty, but how easy it is to get in. Yeah, what? Well, at, what is ignorance caused, though, man? Like at it at its basic level, how how can us, how can we 
in our ignorance hurt and harm people? Like, wh- what is it? What does it do? Yeah, I mean, I think ignorance at its root, and I think this can go both ways. Yeah, not only uh, like not only it relates to you, but to other people, it yeah. can hurt. Yeah, um, you you yourself can get hurt being yeah. ignorant, but you can also hurt others just as easily. Um, mm. Then, of course, ignorance can create gossip. Yeah. Yeah, like spreading uh, false information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is prevalent yeah, in which, our culture today. Which creates, uh, you know, this like a narrative gap. It creates distance between people. Yeah. Um, and also, like, <laughs> duh, I mean, we're doing a narrative shift. Right, <laughs> like, you're, right. you're talking about uh, creating those false narratives, man. But um, I, I think that within itself uh, creates like negative perceptions of others. I would agree. Yeah. And how, how can we effectively love people or effectively, uh, help people or or effectively serve people when we have a negative view of them? That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult to, to serve someone if you have this inherent negative view about them Mm. that you haven't worked to dismantle and correct yeah, I think um, we're seeing a lot of, I mean, this may get off topic a little bit, but I think we're seeing a lot of ignorance causing distance uh, between people right now in society, man, uh, literally. Um, and uh, yeah, like, like if I'm ignorant of things that may be going on in your life and I don't take time to, to build a relationship with you, to know you for who you are, mm-hmm. then, uh, that creates distance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very easy for me to stand on, you know, one side of the room and yell and you stand on the other side and yell and we never, uh, come and like talk to each other or build a relationship. And, and we just kind of like stay in our, in our bubbles, man. And I, yeah. What I'm hopeful for is that people, um, as we think about solving some of these injustices in the world, that uh, people will start with uh, sitting down and having conversations, but also like um, uh, really getting the chance to hear each other out and and making the injustice itself the enemy. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think ignorance can even isolate us too. Mm, um, I think good. it either today or yesterday, um, from the point of recording this, was mental uh, health awareness. Oh yeah, day. yeah, it was uh, mental health yeah. awareness day yeah, yesterday. Yeah. yeah, and even like for getting broader, thinking about ignorance. Yeah, think of how uh, how often we are just ignorant to others' mental mental health mm. issues that they're currently going through. Yeah, that people carrying stuff. Yeah, I mean, and that almost ties into like that emotional poverty at times. Yeah. Um, But man, like you never know if someone is losing a battle to depression and Mm. or if uh, I I was actually um, uh, one of of the guys I was overseas with a a couple weeks ago. I didn't realize he's suffered from PTSD. Oh, wow. Until like a motorcycle went by real, real loud and he freaked out. Mm. And like, you, I mean, wouldn't wow. known. Right. Wow. And yeah, man, uh, ignorance can lead to 
isolation. And <clears throat> there are probably so many people, even right now, man, that, uh, you know, feel feel isolated and probably don't even know how to open up or what to say mm-hmm. um, to people to invite them in. Uh, ignorance also, like, kind of breeds fear in, yeah. in many ways as yeah. well, man. I think uh, ignorance feeds fear. Mm. Like, when you are... Uh, when you don't understand something, that nat- your natural instinct is to fear it, almost like is like throwing gas on, yeah, on a flame, uh, yeah, yeah. Man, I I love this quote though uh, by the Dalai Lama. Uh, he says, "Where ignorance um, is our master, there is no possibility of real peace." Well, man, break that quote down. Yeah, like just. <sighs> Where ignorance is our master, mm-hmm. when we are being controlled uh, by being unaware and by deliberately uh, disregarding the truth um, or important information and facts, uh, then we we succumb to uh, false narratives. We succumb to um, you know distance or you know the spreading of false information or the hurt and the pain or the isolation, man. And there's no possibility of peace when that is present. Yeah. When ignorance is uh, running our lives. Yeah. Because I mean, deliberate ignorance is eventually going to lead to delusion, like full on delusion. Mm. And you have to constantly feed that delusion to keep it up. And wow. at times that the delusion can take over your entire world view. Wow. And yeah, there is no peace when you're constantly having to uphold something that is not true and constantly trying to talk yourself into it. Right. Almost like you are believing a lie. Yeah. 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 Man. So tell me, man, like, do you have, you have any stories of how ignorance, um, have, have hurt somebody or like, just kind of like spread uh, false information or create a distance between people. I know you read the 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 book, or, or you're reading the book, and yeah. you talk you talk about a, a story that's in there, man. Could you? What, what did you gather from that story? Yeah. So uh, in the book, you tell a story um, about a uh, a gather Atlanta, um, yeah. which is for those of you who don't know, it's when a bunch of volunteers come together uh, through Love Beyond Walls and goes out into the heart of the city and offers different resources to people experiencing homelessness. But anyways, uh, one, of the, one of the programs that's typically involved with that is feeding. And you tell the story about uh, this lady who um, was working the, the food table. Yeah. And she offered a uh i think it was it was it a man yeah <laughs> offered this it, well they were making like sandwiches or whatever and yeah. um this guy comes up and he he says that he didn't want the sandwich because it had ham on it remember uh-huh. that and uh this lady goes off man uh i mean just totally flips out you should be grateful you you know, you um, you you don't, you can't tell me like you should take 
any and everything, like mm-hmm. stripping this guy like of his dignity, like just because someone is living on the streets and doesn't have a roof over their heads, like they don't have any preferences or right, anything like right. that. Right. And it turned out that that man had um, certain dietary restrictions. Yeah, because he had health issues. Yeah. So he physically could not eat. Yeah. The ham sandwich. Yeah, uh, because of the sodium and all that stuff, man. And, you know, I had walked up to him and asked him all this stuff, and then I shared that information, and it just wrecked this lady's everything. Uh, She literally started crying. Um, She apologized for her ignorance. I mean, it was just on and on and on. And um, I'll never forget this guy, uh, in his grace and mercy toward towards her, he says, um, it's okay. Uh, instead of, uh, reacting the way that you did, uh, next time, just ask why, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that is so simple. You know, it seems so hard, but <laughs> it's simple. Right. Uh, he was literally telling her to just get to know me. Yeah. Yeah. Why, yeah. why, why do you, why bring up that story though, man, man, I think it's just such a good example of how ignorance can hurt someone else. I mean, mm. you got to think that even if that guy didn't have any dietary restrictions, like yeah. like you said, you're still, I mean, everyone deserves preference. Like, yes. I mean, there are things I wouldn't eat. Yeah. Um, and just because you don't have the 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 monetary means to to buy something on your own that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have preference anymore like that doesn't take away your rights as a human right for that but just because of the fact that this guy had a medical issue and mm. this woman had assumed something else about him right man i mean that's like if you put it in like a more extreme uh situation like if you saw somebody in a wheelchair and you're like, why don't you just walk to the <laughs> right? Like, I mean, that'd be hurtful. It'd be very hurtful. And, um, when we operate in that ignorance and we don't take time to pause long enough to ask why, or to get some, to know someone to really understand and just get context. Context helps us to like, um, find truth. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a, a personal reason behind every yes and behind every no. Mm, that's good, man. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited uh, this week because um, this week we get a chance to hear from uh, two of our friends, uh, and they'll share a little bit of their stories. And just to give you some context, so um, we're going to share uh, clips and quotes from Tyrus and Michael and I met Tyrus. He's uh, he was without a home, and uh, when I first met him, you know, we had conversations. We got a chance to know each other, but I, I got a chance to ask him a very personal question about ignorance and fear. And I asked him from his perspective, how does ignorance and fear uh, hurt you? Uh, and this is what he said: Open it up times that someone is walking toward me on the same side of the sidewalk and would elect to cross the street still walking in the same direction but yeah possibly with fear 
that I might try to hurt them, rob them, or whatever. Enough often while I'm flying my sign, I the people roll their window up, switch lanes so they don't have to bother you know, with me at all, look straight forward, get on their phones, all of a sudden, you know, um, things of this nature. So pretty regularly, that's if nobody sees me. If I get caught flying a sign by the police, of course, um, there are like three or four things that could happen. One, the police would just run me off, get off the highway, get off the street. Two, um, the police would run my name to see if I got a warrant. Of course I don't. I don't get in trouble like that. Um, but still, the police would run me off, you know. Uh, the third thing is, of course, he would take me to jail, which would normally be the Atlanta City Detention Center, the city jail. Um, the fourth thing that's possible is that the officer would just talk to me. Being homeless affects me emotionally because most times I'm all by myself. You know, as it is here, nobody's around me, but it's interviewing, you know, so it burdens me sadness, you know, enough often because, again, you know, I'm by myself and I love people. I'm a people person. What I'd like to happen is that people see me for who I am. I'm tyrant. Not this stereotypical person that you've connected me with. You know, yes, I am homeless. Yes, I do have issues, but I'm a better person than who you think I might be. I'm a father with three daughters. I am a brother, a big brother. I have an older sister. My mom and pop still live, so I do have family. Life has its forces. It's mine. It's me. I just want you guys to see me. me. Man, that was a powerful clip. Man, that's powerful, man. Every time I um, <clears throat> hear that, man, it, it almost makes me uh, tear up, man. Um, but Tyrus is right. Um, how dare we fear someone uh, because of our ignorance and we we don't take time to see him as a brother, a, a father, you know, a son, um, someone who is deserving of dignity and uh we also have the clip of michael man i'll let you introduce yeah so we met michael in spartanburg uh, south carolina i believe while we were on the map 16 campaign and we got a, a chance to sit down and talk with him and a few other people experiencing homeless and michael uh um he kind of like he was really different to me, but he told us a story a little bit about how he became homeless. And, uh, he had been involved in an automobile accident. And before the the accident, he had just been like a normal guy, married with kids, working uh, a job, making good money. But then this accident made it to where he was unable to, to work. Yeah. So his, his wife uh, started working and, 
I started providing for the family and he was just a stay at home dad. But then one day he said that his wife got up and left him, moved to California with uh, their kids. And like, turns out she had been cheating on him. So not only can he not, is he not physically able to work, uh, but he's also struggling with depression now. And he said all that just made him unable to cope and he became homeless. Mm. And I wanted to listen to a couple of clips from him that I thought were impactful. There's a lot of homeless people that are actually good. Everybody's just got a misconception on all this stuff. They think because you're homeless, you're worthless. You ain't worthless. It ain't like that. It ain't like that. There's a lot of good people out here that have skills and talents. But you just get discriminated against because you're homeless. Yeah, I get, discrim- I get discriminated against all the time. People ask me uh, how many years I did in prison and this, that, and the other because of my tattoos. Looks like I've been in prison. I ain't never been no prison. And then, like I said, being homeless, you get discriminated against. It just depends on your persona, how you look, this, that, and the other. is how people take you. Certain people are all right and some ain't. Like, you'd be sitting somewhere, like, say it's a QT or something, somebody will pull up, and they'll see you, then they'll back up and drive all the way around the building and park somewhere else because they're, like, afraid because I'm homeless and I'm going to do something. I got morals. I got values. Man, I ain't like that. I don't steal. Like I said, I might beg or borrow, but I don't steal as far as that goes. But, yeah, you get discriminated against out here all the time. Discriminated. Everything. Profiled. <laughs> Wow, man. I really like uh, Michael's ability to articulate that he's worth more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, I mean, he said that, you know, like people would come up to him and ask him how long he's been to prison just because of his tattoos. Yeah. Um he said, I, I, I haven't right. been in no prison. Right, like there's tattoos, you know? Yeah. Uh, or how he said that people will pull into a gas station and see you there and just drive to the other end of the parking lot to avoid you. Just because of his homelessness. Uh-huh. Not even knowing that he is a a, a great man, man. I mean, we right. sat there and talked to him for a, a while, and... um. Why do you think people would do something like that, though? Avoid and drive off. Do you think that is ignorance? I think that is ignorance. And I think uh, Michael said it perfectly. He said that they're afraid because he's homeless that he's going to do something to harm them. Right. But he went on to say, you know, that's not true. I'm not a a murderer. Right. He said, said, I've got morals. I've got values. Mm. Yeah. Which Which is so powerful because... Ignorance will cause you to believe uh, false information about somebody. Yeah. And he even told us, uh, I think it was in a different part of the interview, but he said, you know, most most homeless people are good and that everybody has a misconception about homelessness. Yeah. Like they think if you're homeless that you're worthless, but you're not. I mean, there are people out, like people with talents and dreams and skills and all this stuff, just like everybody else. Yeah. And Michael had only been homeless himself for a year. Yeah. At the time we met him. Yeah, man. Um, but I, I, you know, as we talk about all of these things, man, I think it's important for us to combat, um, not only the ignorance that is pervasive, uh, towards people who are, or experiencing homelessness and poverty, but also 
um, to combat our own ignorance, uh, ignorance that we may uh, have and hold. Um, and it's kind of like hindering us from pursuing the truth, man. And I have two scriptures here uh, about wisdom and understanding. And I'll, I'll read the first. Um, it says, if, if any of you lacks wisdom, uh, let him ask of God who gives uh, to all liberally and without reproach. And it will be given to him or her. And I, I love this uh, passage because, uh, you know, wisdom in its essence is truth. Uh, wisdom um, in its es- essence is clarity and it's discernment, and it has all of those wonderful uh, things. And I think as we uh, think about engaging people or uh, seeing people, we've been talking about uh, all of these ex- episodes and, and, and loving people with the love of God, man, that we, we've got to seek wisdom, man. We've got to seek truth. We've got to uh, seek discernment and um, allow that to kind of like combat uh, the ignorance that we may we may have or hold hold against against people, man. Yeah, and I think I've even heard uh, someone say that wisdom isn't even just knowledge, but the knowledge of how to apply knowledge. Yeah, yeah. My my stepfather always says, uh, uh, "Knowledge is information, but wisdom is application." Yeah, that's yeah, it's, good. It's like how are you applying the truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which is you know one of the the biggest things that we need to do um, yeah. is to live out <laughs> uh, truth is to, right. to, to become aware, but then respond differently. Yeah. You know, how might we respond differently to a Tyrus or to a Michael? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and even Jesus says that um, the truth will set you free. Yeah, that's good. And think about once our ignorance has been erased and replaced with knowledge and knowledge um, is taken over by wisdom, how much that can set us free Mm. in our relationships with people. Yeah. I mean, we would, we would be, you know, I think freer to, to serve Mm -hmm. folks better, to love people better, to have more compassion and empathy, uh, to see others, to not allow our blind spots or our ignorance to cause accidents uh, to hurt people, uh, to, to provide pain, to uh, spread uh, gossip because of our misinformation or, you know, man, if we really applied uh, the truth in wisdom and like lived it out, man, we would we would combat so much ignorance. Oh, yeah. And not only that, but the world would just be different. Mm. I mean, but you have this uh, another scripture here from uh, Proverbs chapter four, verses seven through eight. Yeah. I'll go ahead and read those. It says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. Yeah, that's powerful, man. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is the principal thing. Uh, therefore, get wisdom. In all you're getting, get an understanding. Yeah, I mean, that's a commandment. Yeah, it's almost like challenging us to seek out wisdom. And we've already said that wisdom is uh, truth applied to your life. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it goes on to say that uh, wisdom will bring you honor when you embrace when you embrace it. 
and think about uh, going back to that story with the the volunteer. Mm. If this person had just um, sought out wisdom and understanding in that situation, yeah, she wouldn't have had that embarrassing moment right. with the confrontation of the truth. Right, right, and she would have honored, uh, you know, yeah. the, the man that she was interacting uh-huh. with. And not only would she have honored that man, but she herself would have had honor because she took that step to to lean into somebody that's good man that's a good word because many of us and i I, i've been guilty at times as well man that sometimes it's just hard to lean in right and Mm so um but it has to be the principal thing yeah it has to to be something that we pursue Mm-hmm. And it's really a, I mean, it's a lifelong journey. Like yeah. we're never going to arrive at this moment where we're no longer ignorant of nothing and know everything. There's always going to be blind spots and we're always going to have humbling moments and yeah. we're always going to need moments of grace. And we're going to have to give others moments of grace as well as we navigate through life and yeah. all the challenges it brings. Yeah, man. But the the good news in all of this is that um, even ignorance provides an opportunity for growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that if we are honest with ourselves and we are honest about uh, where we fall short and the gaps that we may have in information or in our hearts or lives or whatever, uh, like the first uh, scripture said that we can ask God to give us clarity to to change our hearts, to allow us to, to pursue truth uh, so we can apply it in wisdom and, and uh, not only allow it to change us from the inside out, but like we can make a difference in the lives of other people, man. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it only just takes a few seconds of courage to, to, to to move beyond ignorance and say I'm gonna I'm gonna learn I'm gonna get firsthand information right. I'm gonna be the bridge in this in this gap of narrative and yeah uh, not only change myself but help change the perspective of others yeah yeah man so if you are out there and you're listening and you say hey man like I that's that's me um, I've been ignorant as it relates to uh, you know, issue of homelessness or even how I've dealt with people who are impoverished or uh, living on the streets. And I just want to change. I, I would, I would encourage you um, uh, first and foremost, just, you know, thank you for owning that. But secondly, uh, you have an opportunity to uh, respond differently, uh, to make yourself proximate to people, to understand their stories, to build relationships uh, not always even having to like try to save somebody. It's not about saving anybody as it is about like befriending people and accepting them and entering their world and seeing them as having something to offer and affirming their dignity because God loves them um, just as much as he, he loves you. Yeah, that's good. Well, Man, I think we just want to thank everybody who has listened this far. Um, thank you so much for for coming in every week and choosing to listen to us. But if this has impacted you in any way, I would encourage you to uh, connect with us on social media and share this podcast uh, yeah. through whatever means you may choose. Uh, subscribe, leave a review. Uh, Terrence, you want to tell everybody your social media handles? 
Yeah, man. Um, so I'm at I'm Terrence Lester. Uh, that's I M T E R E N C E L E S T E R. And uh, I get a chance to lead an organization called Love Beyond Walls. Uh, uh, and uh, we just launched a museum called Dignity Museum. And all of those things are on uh, you know Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also check out our website at lovebeyondwalls.org uh, to learn more information. Uh-huh. What about and you, man? I am on all social media platforms at Johnny Taylor 95 J O H N N Y T A Y L O R 95. And that is, like I said, all social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. But if you have not been listening to these, uh, to the entire series of podcasts we've been doing, we have been working through the content of Terrence Lester's new book, I see you. And if you have not picked that up yet, I would want to encourage you to grab that. I think it's on Amazon and yeah, in, wherever you can buy yeah, books, most man. bookstores. So I would encourage you to, to find that and buy it and go through it because it goes into all these, all the subject matter so much deeper than um, what we can say in a short little podcast. But it also has really awesome group study guides in the back where you can take a group of oh, people yeah. and what better way to combat your ignorance than going through a small group with people discussing this book yeah thanks man and uh thank you guys for listening Uh, we'll see you next time all right